Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bit Effect. Today, our core is armored. <laughs> Shut up. And with me to make little robots and bash them until one of them breaks is my good friends Luke. Hello. And Craig. Hello. Now, I was looking at the calendar really quick, gentlemen, and did you guys know this is verdict day? Is it? It is, evidently. This is actually the verdict day. Hmm. This is the verdict day, yes. Yay. And I figured we could... Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, hello, listeners. This is going to be a really divisive one. <laughs> one where you will side with me because I'm generally always right. But before we get into it, why don't you give us the stats, whoever I asked to do it before we recorded? That would be me. All okay, right. here we go. So, Armored Core Verdict Day. It was developed by From Software, published by Bandai Namco, produced by Toshifumi Nabeshiba, music composed by Kota Hoshino and Yuka Kitamura. The series is Armored Core, platform, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and it was released across the world in September of 2013. So it's not actually Verdict Day then. We were off by a couple months. I thought you meant in the story this was Verdict Day. But uh, you, we'll, yeah, we'll get to it, that. but I don't think there is a story. Just pretty sure. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's start with Craig, because I think you have the lesser involvement. Uh, what's your history with Armored Core and FromSoft? Oh my god, right. Absolutely nothing with Armored Core. FromSoft, I played a bit of Rocket Dogs, or whatever it was called. Chrome Hounds. Chrome Hounds. I know you told me that already, and I think that's been about it. Had, I've had a wee blast at Dark Souls, but nothing, I didn't like it. So you're not exactly in the cult of FromSoft at this point? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Uh, speaking as a fellow cult member, Luke, what's your history <laughs> with Armored Core and FromSoft? Uh, I haven't played Armored Core before this game, uh, and my first experience of from software was Demon's Souls on the PlayStation 3. Um, I played Demon's Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, never really liked them, and then fell madly in love with Dark Souls 3, and then Bloodborne. Um, I do plan on going back and playing the older Dark Souls games, but time is limited at the moment. And um, I've played Armored Core off and on since PS2 days. So it's just kind of been, nah, I feel like a mech game, and then I'll pop in Armored Core, but it's not something I'll generally seek out. And as for FromSoft, yeah, I've been playing everything since, uh, what was it, Sunken City, King's Quest. So, yeah, I'm not going to turn this into FromSoft, because we're not talking about Souls. We're talking about Armored Core. Woo! Guys, are you excited? Yes! So excited. I imagine with the three of us taking it down to just talking about Armored Core, it's going to be like a 20-minute conversation. If it was a Souls conversation, <laughs> we'd be here for hours yeah, and hours. hours and hours. If I was so. to put my excitement into words, it would be, I'm so excited, I just can't hide it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you about to lose control? Yes, he did it! <laughs> Thank you, I forgot the words. <laughs> I was furiously trying to think of the next words to that. <laughs> uh, I think I like it. Alright, so uh, safe to say we all played this on the PlayStation 3. And I don't think this is going to warrant a two-parter 
So this is we're going to try to jam it all into one because there's not as much as, say, like a Spider-Man or anything like that. So if story spoilers, we may inadvertently spoil something in the story that I didn't realize would have been a spoiler because let's talk story first, guys, because we'll get that out of the way. Do you remember anything from the story? Mm. <laughs> Pretty sure there was a mech somewhere. I know. There was it's something about... Armored Core 5 happened, and then a certain amount of time later, it became... There was so many warring factions that the verdict day, the day of reckoning, was taking place, and this was that day. Something like that? Yeah, yeah, I think that's close enough. I mean, it has to do with... Armored Core's always had to do with, like, private military corporations and stuff like that. Yeah. And that interests oh, of me course. not at all. And it's private military people that are fighting, but you're not you're not affiliated with any one of them. You're like a rogue squadron of mercenaries. Is that right? I, th- I think... Let, let's call that yes. Yeah. Yes! So the what do I win? Um, you win a copy of Armored Core. Uh, no, 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 no. Hang on, what's second prize? <laughs> second prize is you get to be on a podcast about Armored Core. <laughs> oh, no. Third prize is a small Japanese man comes to your door and punches you in the face. I'll take that. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I mean, not to knock the story or anything, but this is very much a continuation of a story to where we didn't necessarily see the beginning part. And even if we didn't, it's very political mercenaries versus nationalists. It's not exactly giving you characters you can glom onto and, you know, appreciate. It's just kind of political. And I find that kind of boring. Same with you guys? Yeah, very much. Yeah, I find it hard to get invested in the story. It seemed very complicated. Yeah, I'll give it that. It seems like there's a lot going on. Yeah. Now that we've got story out of the way, because pfft, it's a story, who cares? Um, What do you guys think gameplay, like first blush? What's your gut reaction to this? How do you feel about mech games? I've, I've not, I'm not, I'm not a great mech game fan, but I, I used to play a lot of mech games back in the day. We've had this discussion before about Mech Warrior being a pretty cool game. It's first person, you're actually inside the mech, it's pretty awesome. This, at first glance, when you get into it, it's very, very, you very quickly see that there's a lot to it. There's a lot to the building of your mech and the controls, and you very quickly find out that it's going to be quite difficult. That was the thing that struck me the most was, oh my God, I've just died like three times <laughs> on the trot, and I'm not even, you know, I, I, it's not like an a easy introduction to the, the game. It's very much, it throws you in, and it's like, we're going to kill you. Yeah, that that was my kind of first thought on it. Other than that, I mean, the thing moves smoothly. You've got a few buttons for jet-propelled mecking along the place. I don't know if that's the correct verb for we'll make it so. a mech running. It's fine, it's fine. And it feels it feels nice. You can dodge, you can duck, you can dive. Well, maybe not duck and dive, but you can definitely, you can move about the place quite fluidly. Well, depending on what you, how you build your mech anyway. Dependent, yeah. Depending on how you right, build right, it, maybe if you don't pin in it, it, Craig, for a second. Pin in it for <laughs> yes. now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Luke, what about you? I mean, what were your first thoughts and your history with mech games? Um, apart from Zone of the Enders, which we agreed was the best mech game of all time, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Titanfall, I haven't got a huge experience with mech games. I think I played one of the Gundam games, which was good fun. Maybe it was the Dynasty Warriors one. Um, was there a Dynasty Warriors one? Dynasty? Yeah, oh yeah, there were two of them. 
Yeah, I remember that being okay. Um, the first impressions with this game is the interface is just there's so much to it. There's so much, so much to accept and to read and. Um, throw- it feels like you're accepting a job. Oh yeah, 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 and you've got to create your class and you, you've got to join a guild and all these weird and wonderful things that I seemed to have to do twice before I could actually play. It was a bit overwhelming, to be honest. Um, the game seemed good fun when I got into it, but I didn't feel like I was given enough information to understand what was going on around me. A lot of it felt like I had to had to figure it out for myself, um, which is probably a trait that From Software are known for. Um, well, that's what I was curious about because that's one of the reasons why I picked this. One was it's been sitting on my shelf for a while and I want an excuse to play it. But FromSoft likes to just, here, go. No, 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 there's a guy pointing a gun at your head. You figure it out. Um, whereas that doesn't work with Dark Souls anymore because the whole internet knows about Dark Souls now. Mm. But this is a game where you guys knew nothing about it and they still do the same thing of just throwing you into it. I want to know how that got clicks with you guys. I think my past experiences with Dark Souls and Demon Souls is I felt I've been overwhelmed and I've been unfairly punished. Um, mostly because I haven't understood how to play the game. Uh, Dark Souls 3, I chose to go into it with a guide on a beginner's spec. And I only played that spec for maybe four hours, but it gave me enough time to, to get over that initial difficulty hurdle. Um, yeah, th- there's definitely you. You need to invest time to get time and effort to get like um, reward from from software's games. It was the same with Bloodborne. Um, but for this, I found it was it was even worse than Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls, at least you know you are a guy. You have a sword. You have a shield. You you run and you hit things. You dodge. This pointy end goes in the person. <laughs> yeah, that thing that's hitting you hit it back. Uh, I, I don't know, but how, how about how about you, Craig? How did you find it? Um, I I got quite excited to start with it. When you see the amount of customization you can do to your AC and the amount of fiddling, I suppose you can do with the spec of it, where you need to kind of build for weight and build for purpose and make sure and build for your own playstyle. I thought, great, this is this is going to be great. But that opening, I just thought I'll just go in with what they've given me, run in and. As you would probably the first time you play it, I ran in and just started shooting things and was immediately put down. So I thought, okay, I'll play a wee bit more defensively this time and I'll maybe hide behind this wee hill. And then I got killed. So then I thought, right, okay, what I'll do is I'll shoot from here and then I'll run away a wee bit and shoot some more and run away a wee bit and I got killed and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? And I felt very much like I felt with Dark Like, you know, I played your copy of Dark Souls 3. I played it for like three nights and I couldn't get past the introductory boss. <laughs> I just couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do it, and every single time he kept on killing me and killing me. It's relentless, and I felt very much the same. The the swarms of enemies coming at you don't fit my playstyle of things, so it's it's quite overbearing. At times. So you don't necessarily like to, uh, and I I can't think of another way to put this. This is going to sound like I'm being a jerk, but you don't necessarily like to rise to the challenge of okay, you're in it. You'd rather be introduced to challenge eventually. Um. Yeah. Th- well. Yeah. I think maybe you might be on 
onto something there because maybe if it started off easier and it got to the point where it was difficult I'd be that invested in the game and be a bit more familiar with the mechanics that I could do it but being thrown in in the middle of nothing for this genre or for you know swords and shields genre mm-hmm. or anything I'm just like nah I've, I don't got the time for this no that's completely understandable patience. yeah and I mean even as a veteran souls player like me and Luke are this game gets hard fast. Yeah, yeah. It gets really hard. So, um, but oh god. Right, I, so I've been trying to figure out how I was going to discuss this podcast tonight. Um, and I've, I thought, is this game too difficult, or am I looking at this wrong? Because it seemed to be a much steeper curve than Dark Souls was for me. Um, and then I did a little bit of research on the internet. I watched some other reviews. I watched some some videos from. Um, like seasoned ar- armored core veterans and like their opinions of this game. And first question, Dave, why did you pick this specific one? Ah, uh, because it's the only one I haven't played in my collection. Right. So my understanding of this game is this is their multi-mass online version, and it's best played mm-hmm. online. And you know, the majority of people say this is the best armored core, but it's not the armored core to play offline it's not the armored core to play by yourself um which then kind of defeated the purpose for me because I, I didn't seem to be able to find games with other people did you guys have this problem i found one other person and that was it i, I booted it got halfway through character creation before <laughs> i realized that it was you know, it asks you quite nice things like how often do, what kind of gamer are you are you a casual gamer are you a weekend gamer obviously try and match you up with other players of the same type but i was like i can't be bothered with this so i quit it disconnected the playstation from the internet and then rebooted the game to just force it completely offline i had no idea that it was supposed to be it it feels like it's supposed to be played online because it's trying to ram it down your throat but i didn't know that was the best way to play it so I well, even bother there's crying. a lot of mechanics that I couldn't necessarily interact with because the online community, I mean, it's it's an old game. Mm. And, uh, like, there's a thing where if uh, you make a squad, let's say, and I invite, you know, you, Luke, and you, Craig, and maybe Mike and Graham and other people. So the leader builds a base, and whenever you get invaded, your team <clears throat> defends on the base you've created, which is a very cool concept yeah, yeah. but it's something that i just can't ever you know interact with i guess it'd be kind of like playing demon souls today there's not gonna be too many people for you to you know pvp or yeah, summon yeah. in to help you so that's yeah. got me excited for fallout oh <laughs> oh craig Don't... can we build a base can we build a base yeah i'll i'll do but... the decorating <laughs> can, can i make the invaded by the other garden? players <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, say that again. Because if you can be invaded by other players like you can here, that will be very cool. The whole Fallout thing is you can meet other people and you, you don't know if they're going to work with you if, or if they're not. And if, Oh, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. Fallout DayZ. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Um, yeah, it'll be curious. But to go back to the, the research I was doing, like I think the difficulty curve that I encountered wouldn't have been had if i'd picked this game up at launch when there was other people playing it it's designed to be played with at least more than one person story missions can have up to two people in it and 
the the skirmishes can have up to five and that's when the game really comes alive um from what i could tell um so it became a little bit geez i'm getting my ass kicked here it doesn't feel like i can do anything about that but endlessly grind to get slightly better stats to do it up uh, and unfortunately that's kind of when i decided that this is going to take too much time to get enough reward for me i think i put maybe five hours into it um how, how far did you guys get on oh, i uh, i finished mission no i take it dave you finished oh it. yeah 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 i finished mission two and then gave up with it when it started the kind of cutscene between mission two and mission three and then it started getting me to build my mech up again I, my mech my ac i started um this was where i realized that it wasn't for me and it was because very much i had built and this will go into the mechanics of the game a wee bit but you can choose different weapons different bodies different arms different legs depending on what what you how you want to play so i picked a kind of middle range nimble leg quadruped thing with sniper cannons because i'm like a defensive snipery type sneak about and and shoot things kind of guy but i replayed mission two again and again with different mech builds and none of them worked apart from the tank mode of going in and you're just going to beast like tank your way through the entire map because you couldn't sit back and snipe because some swarms wouldn't actually come in until you were closer to an objective so it just didn't fit me at all and then I just thought you know what I'm not going to tank my way through this game for the sake of it it's not no yeah that's perfectly fine uh Luke what about you what um what style of mech did you end up on um or AC sorry yeah so I kind of stuck with the main ones. I played around with the, sorry, the default one. I played around with a few different weapon types. Um, I tried the shotguns and the machine guns and um, I then found that my, my legs couldn't support the amount of weight with the guns I was trying to put on. So I, I grinded out some some new legs and um, tried to upgrade it that way. But I, I got really, really confused with the, with the interface quite quickly. Um, and it, it got to the point where I was Googling articles to like, help me figure out what I was trying to do maybe that information was in the game but I was struggling to find it um one thing I found that was also quite difficult was that you're you seem to after taking so much damage lose the usage of weapons and I quite often seem to run out of weapons to use (laughs) so um well there's also yeah yeah, there's ammo plus you can be damaged yeah Mm. um I couldn't figure out if it told me that on the screen if or, or whatnot, you know, like if the interface actually told me that my weapon was a way to break or stuff, but the wee the wee woman the wee woman comes on and says, Critical, whatever. Uh, okay. Crit- yeah, and then you you just kind of shed the weapon once you're out of ammo. Right. Because what ended up happening with me is I'd run out of weapons and then I'd just end up headbutting the other mechs until I either died <laughs> or won. <laughs> well, th- that's an interesting <clears throat> thing, right? Like, um, it's weird that in something that is this frenetic, like, because it is very fast-paced, mm. that they'll put that little ammo sometimes for you to use to where you can't waste a lot of shots unless you pick something like a Gatlin gun which doesn't do very much damage. And even, like, as an armored core vet, it's hard sometimes to make sure you have enough ammo to take it down efficiently. 
Because even I was running into, you know, oh, crap, I'm out of ammo. Did any, did you guys pay attention at all to the, like, different ammo types? I did a wee bit, a wee bit of kind of farting about with it, but at the point I was doing that, I was using kind of rifles, because I'd read, again, online read, rifles are quite a good standard weapon. The Gatling gun is underpowered, and so take a rifle, see how you go from there. So I had two arms worth of rifles, and I, honestly, I think I never, my accuracy must have been like 100% on one of these missions and I ran out of ammo on both arms halfway <laughs> through and I'm like what the hell is going on here so back to the drawing board it was that kind of thing bit of it that frustrated me yeah, no 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 I, I completely understand and as for the interface I think we've all mentioned it at this point but definitively mm. this interface throws so much information at you even just on the menus the menus are very confusing even when you're building your AC, it can be very confusing sometimes to get what you want because there is so much information. And to be fair, this is information you will use eventually when you get to that level, but they don't have like some RPGs have like a simple, you hit triangle and it's, is this better? Yes, no. Here's the weight, the damage, and how much energy it takes and that's it. Instead, it'll always pop up. This is your maximum range. This is your optimal range. This is how much heat damage it does. It's like you get overwhelmed incredibly quick. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, that's the bit of it that I actually liked the most. It wasn't actually running about shooting folk. I would have quite happily played this if it was some sort of build your mech and it will run a simulation to see if you've done good or not. kind of thing. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like that would suit me because there's so much information there that you can get lost before you even start shooting. Oh, indeed. And the stats, it's satisfying. It's satisfying to me doing that comparison, even if it's not on screen, if you have to fiddle to the max and take notes and everything. I like that kind of thing. It's just the shooting side of things that let it down for me. And, of course, um, I don't know if either of you guys got this far into the game, but then, like, halfway through the story, you can bring an AI partner with you on every mission. Uh. And then you have complete customization over them, too, so you can make them however you want down to the last detail. And, I mean, that was was a godsend for me on a lot of missions, because I just built him as tanky as possible, and he would soak everything while I tried to kill people. I think that's that probably would have saved me because that would be something where I had my wee climbing buildings and sniper cannons and all that kind of thing sitting back, having someone available to go and start waves, go to point B and just get that wave rolling and I'll just shoot everyone that far you don't worry about it. That's that's how I would have played it co-op. Yeah, it's interesting they wait so long to bring that feature in. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass, actually. Because I think I could have liked it. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I, d- I really do. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean I, that. that's one of the things I would, um, I'd love for them to keep this going because I'd love to see a PS4 iteration of this game because the hardware fails this game at certain points. I think. Yeah, I think it looks good. I think it, it. There's obviously been a lot of effort put into like all the different customizations of the mechs, both like visually, you know, not just in the the interface itself, but 
um, watching videos today of like groups of people going and taking out bosses and they've all got their own different decals and different weapons and stuff. There's a lot of effort and work being put into that, but it does feel a little bit flat, the world itself, like the mechs look great, but the world seems a bit, it just doesn't seem like it's had the refinement that later from software games have had it's got the buildings from zone of the enders in it you know that flat i was gonna say would you like destroy building a or destroy building b on your map it's very (coughs) flat planes of buildings with the same window texture just pasted over the whole thing well that's what i was gonna say everything looked and i like the fact that they've gone and put i guess it's a filter on everything where everything just looks dirty yeah, it's nothing like looks very yeah. clean or pristine. Yeah, and so I mean, <clears throat> but then you had the problem of I was still noticing pop in, and even in PS3 games, pop in oh, is yeah. is weird. Yeah, to still have that problem, and I think a lot of times it's just the hardware because, uh, like Craig said, you wouldn't have you kill a wave and then it's peace for a minute and then another wave comes. If it's stronger hardware, you could have the whole wave come at once. Yeah. Now, taking that off to the side, what do you guys think of the gameplay itself? I mean, I know we've talked about different aspects of it, but <clears throat> do you like this kind of – this is almost like Gran Turismo for mech games in terms of the way the fights play out. What do you guys think? It's a good comparison. I don't know. I don't feel like I've given it enough time and effort to, to fully say Like I, I liked, I liked it when I was doing well. I found it frustrating when I wasn't. Um, I like the different movement aspects of controlling my mech. I like that, you know, I can I can be on the ground or I can I can be in the air and I can boost around and um, there's a lot of movement there to evade if I want to or to hide behind buildings. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like I've given it enough time to give a a real opinion. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Because personally, I would like it if this game moved a little slower. And it's not necessarily because I have trouble keeping up, but I think if everything moved a little slower, it'd feel a little bit more strategic than just try to get up into somebody's face and hold all your triggers, and hopefully <laughs> you'll hit... You know, I mean, there's a lot of times where you you can't do that. Oh my gosh, guys, the end boss was just the worst. It It took me three hours solid of just bashing my head up against that sucker. But yeah, you can't get very far into the game, but that's still what it feels like. You're circle strafing left, they're circle strafing right, and you're just hoping to hit the person sometimes. I mean, was this too fast for you guys? Yeah, if you put it in that context, then yeah, definitely. I think it's it just doesn't suit the way I would play it. <laughs> if if we <laughs> you know, that's, that's pretty much it. It doesn't it's I'm not well, not a sniper, but more more strategic, more tactical, more kind of like more thoughtful. Yeah, this feels like mech gun brawling. Like I'm just gonna launch myself. (laughs) Yeah, like which was that film with Christian Bale where he used the gun, but he mostly kicked and punched people with guns. Equilibrium. Oh, that kind of thing. It just. Ah, it's terrible. Apart from one scene in it where he just kicks ass, the rest of it's so. Um, I would have went John Wick personally on a comparison, but you know that's fine. Um, ah, but it it just but it doesn't feel slick. It doesn't feel slick. It doesn't feel refined. It feels 
like your dirty fighting. You've spent all this time building your perfect mech. Um, and you, this is the way I want to play it. And then in the end, all you're doing is you're running up to people and shooting. Yeah, you know what it feels like. I mean, that's a very good point. It's kind of like if you had that Gran Turismo car building gear tweaking interface for a destruction derby game. <laughs> yes, yes. Ah. Uh-huh. Perfect, and I'm uh, nice I'm one. guessing that's why uh, for you personally something like Mech Warrior, which is more slower. I don't want to say realistic, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's perfectly fine. Uh, personally, I really like this game, guys. <laughs> like, um, this is something that I could sink my teeth into more than I normally do. Like, you could probably spend. 100 hours on this sucker and you'd still be figuring stuff out yeah and it's kind it's kind of sad that it is as dead as it is community wise and i guess you know this is gonna be short but i might as well lead this right into final thoughts about it right because yeah there's not much to be, uh other than personally any game that lets me have either spider legs <laughs> or the tank bottom <laughs> is is probably two or three points ahead in the running just anyway but uh, yeah, I tended to go very, very tanky. Like I just slapped on the armor, walked up to the person, and just fired shotguns until they were dead. And that surprisingly works a good chunk of the time. But um, okay, uh, and do you guys have anything you want to talk about before we do final thoughts? Um, yeah, we could. I, I, there's one thing I could say. I guess that y- you guys obviously seem keen on this strategic, you know, um, like Gran Turismo is a good comparison where there's loads of tweaks and things you can do i feel it's the same as destiny craig and myself had just finished the story in destiny 2 and uh it quickly went from this is a fun story to this is a big mmo and you need to grind out all this stuff to get to the the first dungeon which will give you gear for the next dungeon and repeat and whilst grinding out reputations and stuff i have done that to death in other games um and this felt very similar but i didn't have the other people around me to to help me with that the the community bit was missing which i think is going to be a huge part to this game you know watching videos of other people play today and you know they're shouting out i'm going to take out the flank you know the tanks are up front you've got dps sitting at the back that sort of stuff looks great and it looks like something that i would enjoy but i don't think i have the energy or the 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 amount of time required to get good enough to do it um and obviously there's not enough people playing it by by the sounds of it anymore um but then there, there, you also come down to the you know small tweaks you can make in making it a completely custom character of your own your own mech that has your favorite play styles in it and again that sort of stuff just bores me i'm not I don't play games like that, so this maybe wasn't a good game for me to pick up. Um, but it sounds like you guys really enjoy that sort of um, being able to tweak and number crunch and do all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. If you can get 0.9 more DPS out of something, I'll spend an hour getting it. <laughs> um, what? Uh, really quick. I'm sorry. I just thought of this. So unlike other games of this genre and something that I think is a very from soft touch here. How do you guys feel about being punished for your losses and your wins? I should say. Being punished for your because, wins. Yes, because you have to you get a certain amount of money for finishing a mission. 
And if your mech gets heavily oh, you damaged, still, yeah. you're paying repair cost. Plus, if you bring your AI and they get beat up, you have to pay to repair them as well. And so I was rocking negative scores for quite a while. In terms of, <laughs> I was like negative 100,000 armored credits for a very long time until I finally figured out how to you know, play the missions. But is that something you guys really bristle against? Because for me, it was like, okay, all right, this is good stuff. No, I, I'm, I'm all for that as well. Because if you go through the first few missions and you are deeply in debt, and you're like, oh my god, it adds to the tension of being a mercenary, doesn't it? If you're a mercenary and you're like a billion credits out of pocket, you've got to up your game. And it's just, it's an indicator more than getting through 10 missions, as which could only take you 10, 15 hours. It's 100 hours is an indicator of how good you're doing if you're in the plus uh, by a, a huge amount. I think the profit becomes what you're shooting for rather than mission completion, if that makes sense. Yeah, the only time I bucked up against it was when my mech was seriously outclassed and I didn't have any money to buy new parts. Did you play all the side? Did you go story mission to story mission or did you do everything I did in every each mission in the entire game. Okay. Bloody hell. Yeah. It was a slog. <laughs> Like it, it was a slog yeah. on some of them. I, general, oh, God. I think because I've done this so often with Warcraft, where you know, you you needed to invest a lot of time and money, or you know, or just a lot of time because time allows you to gain reputation or money or gear or whatnot. But I remember spending days on end wiping on bosses in World of Warcraft. And there's a great reward when you the finally... Good old days. Yeah, it's great. There's a great reward when you finally take out those... Take out that boss that you've been struggling on and you get that bit of loot or one of your friends gets a bit of loot that they've been working towards. But it's come to the point where, for me, that if I... There has to be a set amount of time for me to get a reward to feel like it's worth it. I just don't have the patience for like really grindy games anymore. And I'm surprised you still do, Dave, because we've put in similar sort of lev- levels of time into these sort of games. Oh, I don't have a life, man. <laughs> this this, <laughs> this is my life, dude. Um, out of curiosity, like another thing that kind of I bristled against at first, but towards the end I was starting to go, okay, I can see why you did that. The missions are incredibly short. Yeah. Like five six minutes tops on some of these missions yeah does that bother you guys at all or would you ha- nah, rather have again, like more uh less missions but more handcrafted that short mission felt to me like what you were there to do you were there in and out bob's your uncle done the mission it fit the rest of what was going on to me it yeah felt i right. liked it okay all right. It's rather than your goal is over there, but we're going to drop you off the dropship <laughs> four miles yeah. this way, and you've got to make your way there. Here's that a piece of string and a tin can. Yeah. Have at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will give the best thing I can give this game is it really does make you feel like a mercenary. Even if you're not paying attention to the story, just the little things like that, where it's like, all right, we're hiring you to now, boom, you drop here. 
you finish it, you get picked up. I mean, there are even some missions later on where you do a mission and then the people who hire you are like, wait, 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 we, we're still not safe yet. And you say, I don't care. I did my job. You paid me. I'm out. And yeah. you leave. I, there's a great bit of dialogue halfway through a mission where um, you're like, actually, this is a wee bit more difficult than what we thought. We're wanting double the money yeah. or we're out of here. <laughs> like, okay, I like that. <laughs> yep, uh, FromSoft did a very good job of making you feel military and mercenary. It is very cool. Uh, all right, then let's do final thoughts, guys. So, Craig, what, what did you start us off? Well, yeah, I had a good, I had a good chunk of fun with this, and I don't have the the will to finish the game. But I can say that if a PS4 Armored Core was released and Dave and Luke went, okay, right, let's do this. We'll just do it. It's a slow burner. It'll take us a few months to get through it, but once every so often we're going to sit down and we're going to wreck it up in Armored Core. I'd be so up for that, and that's the kind of game where we go on, we do a mission. And then it's like, right, good job, guys. We've done our mission. And then sit for another four hours fiddling with all of the build <laughs> of your AC and just making sure everything's... That that would be heaven for me. So that it's turned me on to the series as a concept, but too late in the game to go back and chuck a lot of time into this. As well said, Craig. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of has that Monster Hunter feel to it when you're playing multiplayer. That's exactly yeah. what the comparison I was going to pick dave um aha i win and (laughs) you might remember that i wasn't a bit hesitant about picking up monster hunter with you guys um and i know right and again because it's going to be such a time sink and it's funny i haven't played monster hunter since since we played it together um and craig saying there that he would like to play it with us i would pick up for that that the community is the part of the game that I would go for, you know, the banter, the, the the figuring it out, and maybe getting good in the process is interesting. Um, but for me at the moment, this game, it feels like it. You can't really truly experience it without the online part of it, and that doesn't seem to be available, which is a shame. Um, I wish I could have spent some more time with it, but it just felt like it was getting too grindy for me. So I I, I can't really comment on it. I enjoyed the parts of it I played. Um, but I feel like I just kind of scratched the surface on it and there's a much deeper game in there. The one thing I would say is I'm not a fan of having everything thrown at me like that. You know, it, yes, From Software are, are famous for it and I think their later games have got better at introducing people to games, but this is too much in the other direction for me. I don't, I don't feel like it's fair to expect people to have to you know, to throw them in the deep end and for them to figure it out themselves. Um, but that that's just me. No, that's a that's a very fair point. I mean, that's what a lot of people felt like when Demon Souls dropped. Yeah, I mean, was, me included. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to, what to do. Um, and it, this doesn't have that same type of community that Souls games do where they like to document everything. A, a lot of this is more anecdotal. I think 
that just to round off that into one wee bundle of look thoughts to me makes me think of right guys we've all got this game let's stick it in and it's like first mission together and looks like i've run out of ammo i'm just gonna run off and headbutt someone <laughs> if you're with people it turns into something really yeah. funny you know like my arms dropped <laughs> off my arm... <laughs> that kind of thing so i would kind of hope that that would be the kind of moment that that would bring and then that gets you thinking about your build and stuff more than us sitting down individually which it does it just hits you like a ton of bricks and you're like oh god yeah um i guess if you can follow me along this analogy here you i personally run into very few games nowadays that are more than a mouthful all right and most things barely have any kind of depth you can sink your teeth into. This game has more than you'll ever be able to sink your teeth into, and it bites back hard. And that, to me, has been a wonderfully refreshing change of pace. Because um, Souls games don't do that for me anymore. They, they just don't. They're fairly blasé now, because I've just completed them so many times. So to have something hit me like that again has been a great experience for me. That being said, I can see why nobody would want to pick up this game. And I don't even know if I'd recommend it. Like, we're kind of at the point now where it's like, if you want to play a mech game, I don't know what you're going to play, but you probably shouldn't play this. Unless you really do like getting down and dirty with stats and figuring things out. And, okay, this is a strategy. Because a lot of these missions, I was reading myself, they it almost feels like they want you to scrap and rebuild a mech for certain missions. As opposed to building one all-purpose, this is my mech. Because uh, a lot of missions where I was having trouble, I was reading things and people were like, okay, so you need to build this kind of mech. And other people were like, well, I rock this kind of mech. And they're like, well, you're going to have to scrap it and rebuild it. So I think in at the core of this, ha, they kind of want <laughs> you to constantly be building mech designs and saving mech designs and things like that. So this is not a friendly game at all. And unless you're very hardcore, I wouldn't even bother. Like, I wouldn't recommend this to you guys if we weren't doing this show. It's really only because of the show that I was like, hey, guys, pick this up. This is this will be interesting. Turns out it didn't make for the best of episodes, but I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and now if an Armored Core game ever, ever, ever decides to read its head again, you can say, guys, let's get this. And we'll be like, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'd love to see a new one. So I mean, I guess, um, I guess we can all root for another Armored Core on PS4 or PS5. No, <laughs> this is the last console generation. Didn't you hear? No, God. Jeez. <laughs> uh, next week we will be talking about Luke. This is your game. Why don't you introduce it, man? Sonic Mania. After the retro rewind where we covered Sonic Two. I thought it'd be great if we all went back and played, or we all went and played Sonic Mania, and I am really excited. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed it as much as I have. I will say this, and only this, it's no Zone of the Enders. Sega! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so for us here at Bitterfact, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do that on Gmail and Facebook and Instagram and Stitcher or Spotify, whatever. 
you decide to listen to your podcast on. If you have any thoughts about Sonic Mania or any other of the games we do, you can go ahead and use the submission form that's on the website and let us know what you think about a game. Other than that, I think that's it, right, guys? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I should really, like, just nail that down to a script so I can just blot through it. But all right. So, for us here at Bitter Fact, say goodnight, gentlemen. Good night, gentlemen. Good night, gentlemen. gentlemen.